Hello, and on today's episode of the WWE vs. AEW podcast, we will be previewing the Double or Nothing card. That's right, AEW's biggest show of the year, well, maybe except for All Out, is happening this weekend, believe it or not. So we'll be previewing that for you, as well as talking some big injury news on the AEW front. We will have that, the ratings and everything else, right here on the WWE vs. AEW podcast. about to make history each and every one of you we use the word revolution because this is a revolution i am nxt and i'm not going anywhere oh a little bit of the bubbly this is an official declaration of war tonight to anyone who wants to get in my way and anybody who stands in aew's way what you call a paradigm shift. you got to love that intro, aren't you? Oh, anyway, anyway, how's everyone doing? How is everyone doing? What are we on? Are we on week 33? Week 33, is that what it is, yeah? Week 33 of the Wednesday Night Wars. You're listening to the WWE vs. AEW podcast. I'm your host, Daniel, and you know what? I'm tired. I'm aching. Any of you got kids out there? Right. So today, well, actually the other day. So every this is nothing to do with wrestling, but hey, I mean I'm talking into a microphone. Might as well tell you about my day. So little girl, she's four. She's wanted the trampoline for quite a while. I thought right, I'll get her one. Do you know what I mean? We're under a lockdown, so she can't really go out and do much. So of course, everywhere's sold out. Everywhere is sold out online. You can't get a trampoline in the UK for anything. So. On Wednesday, was it Tuesday night, I went to b and I went to Home Bargains, Asda, everywhere trying to get trying to get this trampoline. Didn't have one. Eventually, cut a long story short, managed to get one. 100 quid, but hey, things you do. So anyway, so finished work today, do you know what I mean? I'm tired, do you know what I mean? Do a labouring job, well, window cleaning. And uh, so go around to little girl's mum's house, trying to put in um, this trampoline. So if you picture a trampoline yet, it was an eight-foot trampoline. So you've got springs. Springs on a trampoline that you then place into the hole. 48 of them going around to keep, like, obviously, the uh, trampoline tight, right? So, little girl's mum's explaining to me what what to do. I'm just round, do you know what I mean, to get them in. So, I'm there with my hands, pulling these springs in. And I took the hard, the hard, yeah, to get in. Managed to get one in. My hands are starting. I've got cuts all over my hands. I said to her, I said, there's got to be an easier way. There must be a tool or something. So, I'll... Well, I don't know. This is how you meant to do it. So I'm there putting it in. I managed to get 38 of them in. 38 and my hands are all bleeding. We can't get the others in. Let's go inside. I Google. What is the correct way to put a spring into the trampoline? You get like a spanner. Sort of like a spanner thing with the trampoline. Put them all in. Took five minutes. Spent two hours getting the first 38 in. Took five, ten minutes to put the remaining ten in. So moral of the story... If you want to do something doing proper, do it yourself. Anyway, but that's my rant. My hands are red raw. I'm absolutely shattered. I've got cuts all over my hand. But hey, I suppose we better get to talking about 
the Wednesday Night Wars anyway, haven't we? I suppose that is what the podcast is all about. We've got Double or Nothing coming up this Saturday. Um, it feels strange, doesn't it? Usually there's a lot more hype going into what there was certainly last year. It's hard to believe it was a year ago since that first ever AEW show. Vegas, big weekend. We had all like, what was it called? I can't think of the uh, the name of the... Uh, oh God. Sorry, working mind. I can't think of the name. What's the name? Of the like the meet and greets that they did, uh, the guy off the Bruce Pritchard, Conrad Thompson did. I can't even think what it is. Anyway, we had all that going on. They just think the Cody versus Goldust legend, what is a legendary match now going on? Here we are. What twelve months later? How the world has changed since then. The wrestling world, the entire world has changed since then. Um, but yeah, so some, basically the big news really coming out of certainly this show basically, we're doing um, a review show on Sunday for the Double or Nothing show, so I wasn't actually going to do a show because the week obviously isn't finished yet, the week actually ends, but I thought I'd just do a quick show um, to get something in for our listeners, a bit of audio to hype you up for Double or Nothing, so we're just going to briefly talk about the two shows from last night, um, but the main thing coming out of the two shows was the injuries Especially on the well on the AEW front, um, Britt Baker. I mean, if you've watched that tag team match, where basically what happens is Hikaru Shida and Chris Statlander pick up Nyla Rose, who is a heavy heavy girl, um, um, they launch her into Britt Baker, who's sat at the turnbuckle, and she just lands on a leg. Oh, as soon as you seen it, you could tell Britt Baker just like couldn't carry on with the match. She did her best, bless it, um, but it looked like a really really serious injury. Um, she was she's supposed to be facing Chris Statlander on the pay-per-view on the pre was it on the pre-show the main show on Saturday the match as yet at the time of recording this hasn't been postponed but Britt Baker I thought she might have suffered um, a broken leg but the reports coming out is that she suffered a very serious knee injury that could potentially keep her out for some time watch I've said that and she'll appear on Saturday but yeah it looks like she's going to be out of action for quite a while which is a shame because she was she'd really sort of come out of this um behind closed doors well with no audience empty arena show she was one of the ones who'd come out with a lot of steam it felt um with the whole Tony Schiavone stuff but yeah hopefully she recovers soon um other injury news um we have Ray Phoenix as you could tell when he did um he basically did a dive over the top rope and you could tell he does this dive and he sort of lands flat on his back not in the way that you'd want to he wasn't caught all really bad bump and Phoenix actually led on the floor for quite a while after that um, hopefully Phoenix is okay. Um, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, he has confirmed this after well yesterday afternoon that Phoenix will still be working the um, casino ladder match that's taking place on Saturday. So Phoenix, do you know what I mean? He's he's been really battered before, and he's all, he's one of them that will just carry on working unless it's physically impossible not to. So no surprise that Phoenix still scheduled to work double or nothing. And then the last injury was the returning Young Bucks. Um, they returned in the um, brawl on the football stadium, uh, well, in, on the football pitch at the end. And upon doing the first move back, Matt Jackson, um, rumour is that he's actually hurt his rib, potentially even broke his rib um, on one, on that first dive that you saw onto the football pitch. So some bad injury news for AEW. Britt Baker, Matt Jackson, Ray Phoenix, all injured going into that big show on Saturday, all in different matches. But obviously the one that does look to be in jeopardy the most is the Britt Baker match. Obviously it's a singles match, so it's not like they can just really replace her with someone. 
so yeah, we'll be interesting to see what they do about that. Probably just cancel the match. Um, but yeah, hopefully Britt Baker um, has a quick recovery. So Britt Baker out with potential long-term knee injury. Matt Jackson injured rib. He'll probably still work Saturday knowing Matt Jackson, won't he? And um, Ray Phoenix, who looks to have injured his back, but is still set to continue in that ladder match. So the, 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 I'll talk about the ratings first, actually, because the ratings... Um, from last night, a big landslide victory for AEW yet again, 701,000 viewers up from last week, and NXT down from last week, I said last week, if it weren't for the Matt Riddle stuff, they'd have slipped below 600,000 viewers if they hadn't have promoted the show as well last week, but they did 592,000 viewers, so a 109 thousand viewer advantage for AEW and to be honest it's no surprise for me NXT last night Wednesday night was crap I put that on Twitter people might disagree but I thought it was a boring show it was a it was fucking boring I'm sorry I was sat there and I've got into the routine of watching NXT first usually because Tebs who does um the other podcast with us check out his movie chef podcast which I was on incidentally so search movie chef podcast on YouTube to find that one um, but Teb's always messaging me, did you watch NXT last night? Have you seen NXT yet? Whenever someone messages me that, I think, hmm, maybe something big's happened. Um, they're not going to tell me if it has, because they know I don't want spoilers, but I'll check that one out first. I've done it the last three weeks, Teb's now, because of these texts, maybe two weeks. And uh, So I put NXT on first, and it was, the show opened up with that Karrion Cross squash, their entrance. I still don't know whether I love it or think it's a bit over the top. But yeah, it is pretty good, isn't it? It's different. And they had a nice little segment with Champa setting up the In Your House match. And we had Phantasma. He was he qualified um, to the final of the interim cruiserweight title match. Um, Mia Yim defeated Santana Garrett. They built up the Gargano versus Keith Lee match, which was... Do you know what I mean? These matches aren't really like burst, busting out to anyone. We had Roderick Strong defeating Dexter Loomis via roll-up. And it was like... I was watching that specifically the Roderick Strong Dexter Loomis match. Aren't they like trying to push Dexter Loomis? I'm thinking, why is Roderick Strong winning this match via roll up, which will play into what happens later in the show? So I'm watching the show and I'm thinking, I'm going to be honest, if I wasn't recording the show, I wouldn't have stuck with NXT this week. That's how bored I was. Um, I have no desire to talk about it at all. So as I say, as you hear me spout on about, this is a week to week podcast talking about the Wednesday Night War, so there's a week where I am that down on one of the one of the products that I don't really want to review it, then I'm going to go along with it, <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm not going to go into detail, that's how I felt at the time, so yeah, NXT, you're not doing your job at the moment, um, Mass Men attacked as our backstage, we had Birch and Lorcan defeat Everrise at Young Bucks ripoff, so the matches so far, Phantasma versus Tazawa, Mia Yim versus Santana Garrett, Birch and Lorcan versus Everrise, do any of these matches inspire you to go and watch NXT? A Killian Cross, Killian, Carrion Cross squash match, so those are the first four matches, wrestling, there's too much wrestling these days, too much classic stuff to go back and watch for me to sit through four matches like that, I genuinely just don't think there's much of a time for squash matches anymore, and enhancement matches, there's that much wrestling going on, people are not going to sit and watch something unless it's either great, or at least good, or they're at least interested in the people in it, which I wasn't for any of these, um, 
we basically found out that Matt Riddle is going to be fighting Timothy Thatcher in a cage next week. No pinfall, so basically like a blood sport match, but in a cage or an MA fight. So I'm sure that'll be great next week. Excited for that one. I will be excited for that. Um, next, we have the best thing on the show, Kushida versus uh, Drake Maverick. If Drake Maverick loses his career in WWE, he's already been sacked apparently, so... This would have been his last match. And I just thought Kushida just did a great job of torturing Drake. The work on the arm was fantastic. Incredible selling from Drake Maverick in this match. Um, just great babyface facials. He was screaming, no, no, which was just just played into the story. Even what it made you desperately want. The, the, Kushida's work on the arm and Drake Maverick's selling of the arm come the finish of the match made me go, yes, which is... That's what it's all about. It's about getting... So I was down on the show. I still am, but really badly down on the show. And it got they got me into it. Yeah. So they did a really good job with that. It was perfect. Really, really like this. Um, Drake Maverick gets the win with like a roll-up. Kushida has his arm bar in. They do like a dive off the top turnbuckle where Kushida lands on Drake Maverick into the arm bar. Drake Maverick screaming. He just tilts him into basically the exact same pin that happened in the Roderick Strong match. So although it was great... They didn't need to do this two matches before. Literally 20 minutes before, we had borderline the exact same finish. So, apart from that, I loved it. But they need to cut out these roll-up wins. If they're going to do the flash pins, one show is more than enough. You don't need two in three matches. But, yeah, really great stuff. Definitely go and check out the Kushida versus Drake Maverick match. Really, really good stuff. Um, we get Damien Priest promo. Damien Priest, though I was a big fan of Punishment Martinez during his Ring of Honor run, this really didn't do anything for me. Um, then we get Eo Shirai versus Rhea Ripley, main event. First time ever match, a match that I'd love to see on a takeover. Big match. They just waste it. They just waste it, don't they? Do you know what I mean? They're having a decent match. They go about eight or nine minutes. Charlotte comes out, attacks both. Yawn, just typical WWE's way of building up a triple threat match, and it's fucking boring. They need to work on it. It's not good enough. Every time, do you know what I mean? It makes the heel look stupid for stopping the match because every time this happens, it they just add another opponent, another triple threat match. It is just stupid. I, I guarantee the build up for Cena, Orton, Triple H had something like this from WrestleMania what twenty four. 10, 11 years ago, fucking hell, I was that 10 or 11 years ago, basically we'll have had the same build up to this, and it's boring, it's boring, don't want to see it, so NXT was shit, apart from a really, really, really good Kushida Drake Maverick match, if you're thinking, oh, I'll watch NXT, I'll stick it on for two hours, don't fucking bother, just watch the Kushida Drake Maverick match, and yeah, crack on, so NXT was shit, sorry a lot of swearing in this, but I've had a long day, believe it or not. My, literally, the depths I go to to gear this podcast, I have got my little girl's nana to take her out for an hour, purely so I can record this podcast in peace for you, our lovely, lovely listeners. Um, AW was... I'm losing the will to talk about these fucking shows. Um, AW was fine. Overall, it was good. I'm not going to run through everything because it just wasn't... It was, it was fine. It wasn't... We, we had like, I don't know, I enjoyed the Brody Lee stuff, he cut a really good cult-like promo, says he has to win Saturday, um, he allows Moxley to beat down 10 with the chair, break, sort of break his arm, we had MJF tapping out Marco Stun, which was fun while it lasted, we had the Arn Anderson, Jake Roberts interview, which didn't do much for me at all, if I'm honest, and they have a pull-apart, 
not really sure. We needed Cody Rose, Lance Archer in these roles on this show. Criminal, we didn't have these two featured more heavily on the show. <laughs> we had a pack segment, which he clearly sent in. He's in lockdown back in the UK, and he goes, Orange Cassidy, you cocky little prick. And it just it proper tickled me. That cheered me up. Um, Phoenix beat Orange Cassidy in a really, really nice match. Um, lots of dives. This is where Ray Phoenix picked up his injury. And um, we had the Britt Baker injury in that women's tag match. Then at the end of the show, Matt Hardy beat Sammy Guevara. You can tell that I breeze through this, but hey, you get you get in action on Sunday with a review for the Double or Nothing show. Um, I was hardly even paying attention to most of this last night, to be honest. Matt Hardy beat Sammy Guevara, and that ensues in a big brawl on the football pitch because Chris Jericho has Kenny Omega. We have the Young Bucks, who Matt Jackson injured himself in this. They have a big brawl, and then from the side of the pitch, if you rewind it back, Hangman Page makes his long-awaited return. He runs right into the centre of the pitch, and you can't see it, and then he just comes out of nowhere and charges at everyone, beats everyone down. He won't, I like how they went off air teasing the fact that Hangman Page is still not with the Elite. This long month-to-month-to-month story still going. Page isn't with the Elite, and he walks off as the Bucks, Omega, and Matt Hardy pause together on the pitch. So yeah, that teases a bit of tension, something going into this match. On Saturday, I'm not used to saying on Sunday, but on Saturday night. So, there were the two shows, I breezed through it. I'd say if you're going to watch anything from the two shows, watch the Drake Maverick match, watch the ending of AEW, and I'd probably watch the Orange Cassidy against Ray Phoenix match, and the Brody Lee promo. So, winner of the week. AEW was okay, NXT was fucking dreadful, so I'm going to go with AEW wins the week, they had the better show, I enjoyed a few more things, not much, but I enjoyed a few more things on their show than NXT, their go home show for double or nothing, we had that great moment with Hangman Page at the end, Um, so AEW winner of the week, but the match of the week for me goes to Kushida versus Drake Maverick, so yeah, go and check those matches out. Um, so yeah, that was the two shows, not the best week of the Wednesday Night Wars at all, as you can tell with my dejection going into this, and now it is time, we're going to preview, quick preview of your double or nothing 2020 card. So the main event of the show, which they actually announced on um, Dynamite this week, is for the AW World Championship, John Moxley versus Brody Lee. So main event... At- <laughs> You can tell that Tony Khan goes with the attitude of the the world title should main event the pay-per-views. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Obviously, you don't have a crowd, so you can do this. But for me, I always think the title match should main event the show unless it's a match where you don't think the title match can top another one of the matches. Sort of like Moxley Jericho couldn't really top the uh, tag title match from Revolution. Um, but I do respect the fact that at least they're treating the world title with some respect. It's not like they need to get the crowd up for the main event. So probably is a good choice um, to have Moxley Brody Elite main event. It seems a bit soon to take the title off John Moxley. Um, at the same time, though, I don't really want to see Brody Lee lose. Um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I personally, I'd like to see Brody Lee win. I feel like Harper fucking deserves his chance after the way he was treating WWE. I really do like. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Moxley is one of them guys where he, does he really need a six-month run with a belt? Probably not. But I think if you want to do a heel run, you could possibly... I'd, do you know what? I'd possibly stick the title on Brody Lee. 
Do you know what I mean? It, it might it might be more in Moxley chasing, um, and then obviously, I don't know, because I was hoping for maybe a Moxley Omega title match at All Out, but mm, tough one. I think my head's selling me Moxley, but I, I think I quite like Brody Lee to win. So yeah, tough one. I think they'll have they'll have a good match. Don't think it'll be great. It'll be like your three to three and a quarter star level. Um, but yeah, should be should be fun. Be interesting to see. I'm not a hundred percent on who's gonna win. Um, Cody versus Lance Archer for the first ever AEW TNT Championship. Um, that's gonna be interesting. You've obviously got Jake the Snake. You've got fucking. Um, Fucking, I shouldn't be swearing, should I? You've got uh, Arn Anderson out there. Cody versus Lance Archer will be a very good match. Lance Archer's brilliant. Great big man Cody Rhodes always brings it in these pay-per-view matches. Um, you've got the whole Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is going to be on hand to present the winner with a TNT title. That's going to be exciting. Tyson in great shape. So really, what would you say? Tyson knocks out the heel champion Lance Archer. Hmm. I don't know, I was listening to the Observer before, they were saying that Sammy Guevara always seems to, like, die on one of these shows. It's not, like, literally, but obviously you know what I'm saying. So maybe he, Cody could win and Sammy Guevara could come out there somehow, maybe, like, challenge Cody. And I I am Mike Tyson smashes him with a right, left, left hand, whatever handed he is. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that'll be interesting. My prediction, I think it makes sense. They went with a heel winner for the first AEW title, so maybe you go with a babyface for this. Or do you want to save the big pop of Cody winning a title in front of a crowd? I think you do. So I'm going to go with Lance Archer winning this one. Lance Archer for me. Um, the stadium stampede match, which for me should main event. If it was in... Ugh, tough. I hate fucking sick of saying if it was in front of a crowd. Um, we'll never know, will we? But yeah, Matt Hardy and the Elite... Versus the inner circle, um, in the stadium stampede. Really excited for this. Um, they're gonna put a ring in the middle of the football pitch. Um, it's just great. It's sort of like they was originally meant to be doing this in the blood and guts match, weren't they? From uh, what the Prudential Center was it at the end of March? The building was it where Dolph Ziggler won't cash in money in the bank? But yeah, um, they weren't gonna do that. But they've gone with this stadium stampede. Maybe we'll get the blood and guts match um, when they're back in front of crowds. There you are, that magic c word. Um, but yeah, this should be crazy. I'm really excited to see what they can do with this. Um, it's just gonna be a great, great visual in it, and them fighting in the football stadium. Hopefully, the floodlights will, but the floodlights will be on. It's just gonna be brilliant. I'm excited to see what they do with this. Um, casino ladder match Darby Allen versus Colt Cabana versus Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix if he um, appears after his injury versus Scorpio Sky versus Kip Sabian versus Frankie Kazarian versus Luchasaurus versus a mystery competitor um, it's obviously gambling theme match because it was originally meant to be in Vegas the casino ladder match hopefully it's better than that casino battle royal last time um I don't like this. The match begins with two men in the ring and a new competitor will enter every 90 seconds. Theoretically, the match could be finished before the ninth competitor gets in the ring. Hopefully, it sounds like a complete clusterfuck, to be honest, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Maybe in Tony Khan, I trust, but they didn't do a good job with that Casino Battle Royale last year. Um, a double or nothing, so we'll see, my pick for winning it, obviously we don't know who the mystery competitor is, I was thinking, they can't really have any of the WWE release guys in there, so maybe, 
don't know, I was thinking maybe a Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb? Sound good? Jeff Cobb obviously was meant to... Um, he, he had that match with uh, Moxley back in, what, January, but he was, like, wanting to still work in loads of different places. But obviously now that um, work has dried up, maybe he might have signed a deal with um, AEW. So, yeah, Jeff Cobb would be my pick to debut in this match. Usually if you debut in a match, I'd think you should win it, but I'm trying to think who I'd go with for this. Looking at it... Darby Allen or Scorpio, Scorpio Sky may be my pick for, and I think I might go with Darby Allen. But there's a lot of people who could win. Luchasaurus was hot at one point, and that's cooled off. Maybe go with him. They might go with the uh, Otis thing and have Orange Cassidy, the common edict thing, win. But the winner will get a shot at the AEW World Title, and um, so this will be interesting. Uh, MJF versus Jungle Boy, two future stars if they're not already stars. Um, You'd think MJF should win this match. Maybe they'll go with a surprise of having Jungle Boy. Um, I'll be picking MJF to win this match. Should be good. Um, AW Women's Championship. Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida in no DQ match. Um, I'm not really too into this. I don't like the AW's women's division. Hopefully they can have a good match. Don't feel like it's the right time for Hikaru Shida to win the belt. If there ever is going to be, but I don't really care about the belt to be honest. So I'll probably go with Nyla Rose to retain, but hopefully they can have a decent match. I'll probably be using this match to make a coffee because this show finishes at 4 a.m. UK time on a Saturday night. And right now I'm in the routine of going to bed at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. So staying up until that time is going to be a big job. Hopefully I can make it till 4 a.m. Uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. I'm guessing will be postponed due to that horrific injury to Britt Baker on Dynamite. Um, we'll wait and see. Um, Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears was a late, last-minute um, job. They added that really late on. Um, Spears basically challenged in that quick backstage, well, quick vignette on um, Dynamite challenged Dustin for a match. Um, so, yeah, Dustin versus Sean Spears. Mm, Sean Spears needs the win here, but... I saw how much they seem to be protecting Dustin um, during his match with Lance Archer. So you would say Dustin might win this, but I think Sean Spears via dirty tricks. Do you know what I mean? Sean Spears will probably cheat to win this match. Um, Private Party versus Beth's Friends on the pre-show. Um, winner gets number one contendership for the AEW tag titles. Best Friends will win this. I think Private Party haven't done enough recently, but the Best Friends... Um, have been getting a bit of a push, it would seem. They've been winning a lot of tag matches on Dynamite recently. And yeah, that's the show. Um, questions. Will we have the the Revolt debut? Will we have any of these WWE release guys? Maybe. People are saying like they can't compete for X amount of time. But if you remember, I'm sure Moxley had this at the end of last year. And he appeared at Double or Nothing last year, what, the end of May. And he only left WWE middle of April. That was six weeks. So anything's possible. We'll see who makes their debut. Someone will be doing anyway in that ladder match. But yeah, the card overall, I don't think it's the card we would have got had it been in Vegas. Um, I think they might have got maybe a more different title match on. But some of these matches I think are going to be good. It's going to be a good show. Might not be a great show, but hopefully it is. We will see. So yeah, double or nothing Saturday night. We will be reviewing the show on Sunday I will post, it'll be on our YouTube, just search Neutral Wrestling. I will also put it in the WWE versus AEW podcast feed. So, the show's been a bit shorter than usual. Come on, I've had a tough day. You heard the trampoline story. It's been a tough, tough day. 
little girl's been sent out, bless her. Um, so I can record this podcast. Yeah, you've got you've got about half an hour of audio. You can listen to this before double or nothing. Get you in the mood for the show. So yeah. Support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash neutral wrestling. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube, just search neutral wrestling. Um, find us on Twitter at WWE versus AEW um, or at neutral res. I am your host, Daniel, and I will see you all next week at LC on Sunday to review Double or Nothing. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you later.